Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. It's Wednesday. Sure enough. Yeah, yeah. February 23rd, the year of our Lord, 2022. I just, every time you do that, I'm, I'm, I'm just losing it more and more every day. <laughs> so people people got to check, make sure make sure we're accurate, make sure we're timely and relevant. Right. And for most of the people listening, it's probably like June 5th, 2035 or something. It probably is. It probably is. But then we get those messages like, I'm really trying to catch up. <laughs> I know how far they have to go. We are moving forward fearlessly into Matthew chapter 25. We've got the uh, third section, third teaching of this uh, Matthew 25th chapter today. You going to read that for us? I will. I'm going to read verses 31 through 46 in Matthew 25. This is the English Standard Version. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he'll place the sheep on his right, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these my brothers, you did it to me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry. And you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you didn't clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Truly I say to you, as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. A different picture of Jesus than maybe what a lot of people think of popularly. Uh, and this is King Jesus sitting on a throne. King Jesus sitting on a throne and executing judgment. 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 Uh, and a division of all these peoples. Yeah, all these people together, and and the Lord is able to sort them out into two groups, right? The the sheep and the goats. Sheep and the goats. So we get to this third teaching. We've made the point this week that this this is another one of those that folks preach on. Yeah. We come to this, and we have a sermon on this passage, mm-hmm. and normally we preach on this passage as if it's this story about judgment. Like I want to tell you about judgment, and this is what's yeah. going to happen. In and the it's judgment. a good picture of judgment. Not a not a bad sermon necessarily. But what we're noticing this week is that this story of judgment, though, is told in a context. It's mm-hmm. the end mm-hmm. of a sermon that Jesus has been preaching. And I, you know, I think even when we say that, probably a lot of folks today would hear that, well, sure, I know lots of preachers who, when they get to the end of the sermon, they talk about judgment. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> they, they talk about judgment. But 
there is a connection here, and, and we've seen a picture mm-hmm. being built. If we go back to Matthew chapter 24, at the end, Jesus asks the question, who then is the faithful and wise servant? Yeah. And then right there at the end, there, he gives a contrast of a faithful who is doing what the Lord has, what his master has asked him to do when the right. master returns. Right. And the wicked who instead is beating the slaves and and uh, is hanging out with drunkards and despoiling the master's goods. And then we have three teachings that actually are all answering that question, who then is the faithful and wise servant mm-hmm. whom his master will find so doing when he comes? Yeah. And we walk through these three teachings. We get to this third one, and all of a sudden we realize, oh, oh, okay, now I know who the master is. The master is the son of man. Mm-hmm. And so he's he's not been talking about just servants or slaves right. and masters. He's been talking about the Messiah, the Christ, the son of man, and those who have claimed to be his faithful servants. That's when he that's who he's been talking about. And he's been talking about how are you faithful and wise while the master is absent. Well, I was just going to say in one of the parallels in each of these teachings is that there is a judgment at the end of each one. Right. The master returns or the bridegroom shows up and a distinction must be made mm. between those who have been faithful and doing what they ought to be doing, whether it was in their preparation, whether it was with the possessions, but then those who, or, or yeah, or even treating, right? Treating the other servants in the, in the first one, at the end of Matthew 24. And then the, the recognition that those that fell short, it's not okay. It is not okay. Mm-mm. He is displeased and there's a, a judgment against them. With each of these three teachings, there has been a connection back to that last paragraph in Matthew chapter 24. In, in Matthew chapter 24, the, the as he talked about that faithful and wise servant versus the wicked one, we saw with the parable of the ten virgins the connection back to the delay, the right. delay on the return. Yeah, where's the bridegroom at? Okay, and with yesterday, as we looked at the parable of the talents, we see the idea of the servant or the slave who is the steward of the property mm-hmm. that is supposed to be managing the property for the proper reason. Now in this third one, and I think it's important because what so often happens is we just come to this judgment scene in a vacuum and we make it about our modern debates about benevolence and social justice Mm -hmm. and act like what Jesus did was give a teaching about judgment on social justice and social benevolence rather than keeping it in the context because what he's talking about, remember back in Matthew 24, listen to this again, verse 45, I'm in Matthew 24 now, back a chapter. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom his master has set over his household to do what? To give them their food at the proper time. Mm -hmm. So this faithful and the servant has been asked to give the other servants food. This is... This is a servant who is responsible for other servants. Mm -hmm. But instead of feeding the other servants at the proper time, instead of providing care for the other servants, instead, he just cares about himself. Mm -hmm. He eats and drinks with drunkards. He is is all about his own uh, self... Pleasure, yeah. his own. You know, here's it's it's about me. Self indulgence. That's the word I was looking for a second ago. It's all about his own self indulgence instead of serving the fellow servants. And then what he does with the fellow servants is he beats them. He beats them. Okay. Now we get to this third teaching that is 
expanding on that and homing in on that. And what have we got? We've got a distinction between how people treated the least of these, my brothers. Mm-hmm. When they were hungry, mm-hmm. you didn't feed them. Remember what that, right. what we just learned about that faithful and wise servant? He was supposed to be feeding right. them. When they were thirsty, he didn't give them a drink. Right. When they were naked, he didn't clothe. This is what that faithful and wise servant has supposed to do is caring for these other for servants the, of the master. The master's people. It's a... It's about loyalty to the master while the master is gone. And we've learned that I'm loyal to the master while he's absent when I maintain my preparation. Mm -hmm. I'm loyal to the master when he's absent, when I'm using his property his way. And I am loyal to the master, faithful and wise, when I am faithful and wise with his people. The master's people. Preparation, property, and people. people. And that's what this final story is about. This final story is not just about are you nice to people who are in need, which of course you should be. Well, yeah. yeah. There's lots of other passages that deal with that. Yes. But when we want to make that point, let's go to those passages, Titus 2 and Titus yeah. 3, as it talks about being devoted to good deeds, Galatians 6.10, 6, yeah. do good to all people, especially the household of faith, the parable of the good Samaritan, mm-hmm. loving your neighbor, no matter who that person is. Yeah. The one that needs your love. <laughs> but what this parable is about is about the fact that the faithful and wise servant is going to treat the master's people with wisdom and faithfulness. He's loyal to the master by being loyal to the master's people. Well, with with loyalty, absolutely, but he's going to treat the master's people like he would treat the master. Yes. As you did it to the least of these, you did it to me. And this is important to learn, that my outlook and my association, my attitude toward God's people is really about my attitude and association to God. And notice, it's not just not just being good to God's people, but being good to the least right. of these. Right. We, we spent several weeks talking about humility, it was recognizing you know, how we deal the with the least, children, the last, yeah. and the lowly, the little children. What what we now have is that's where judgment is going to come. How are you dealing with the least, the last, and the lowly among God's people? And you know what these what these folks say? Well, we didn't see you. Surely we would have remembered doing this for you. And the wicked says, surely we would have remembered not doing this for you if you had, look, Jesus. If you had come to us and asked us for food, we'd have given you food. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, yeah, but. You didn't do it to the least of these. Uh, you know, my brothers and sisters who were in need, who were the least, and in all the ways that we might consider least, not just poor financially, but maybe the ones who have struggled the most with being faithful, mm-hmm. the, the ones who have made bad decisions. Uh, you know, yeah. and it's it's very common. It's been my experience as I've seen Christians that, you know, we, we see that brother or sister who's who's made lots of bad decisions, and their bad decisions have gotten them in a mess. Mm-hmm. And we say, instead of, you know what, let's come alongside our brother and sister, let's help. That's when we're like, well, you got yourself into this mess, you'll have to get yourself out. Right. I'm, right. I'm sure glad Jesus didn't do that with me. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen to that. The idea of the uh, judgment here mm-hmm. and this judgment scene, Yeah. Uh, this also is not out of the blue or... In a vacuum, maybe, no, is that what you not. said? Yeah. But actually, we have seen in passages before in Scripture, of course, God will judge people, his people, make distinctions. The language of this judgment comes from the prophets. 
Okay. The picture of this judgment comes from the prophets. It's very reminiscent of Daniel chapter 7. In Daniel chapter 7 and verse 9, As I looked, thrones were placed, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was fiery flames. Its wheels were burning fire. A stream of fire issued and came out from before him. Thousand, thousand served him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court sat in judgment, and the books were opened. I looked then because of the sound of the great words that the horn was speaking, and as I looked, the beast was killed and its body destroyed and given over to be burned with the fire. As for the rest of the beasts, their dominion was taken away, but their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. I saw in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven there came one like a son of man. And he came to the Ancient of Days and was presented before him, and to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people's nations languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed." This picture of judgment, uh, the yeah, son of the man son of coming man. in the clouds, coming in the nations being before him. Mm-hmm. It's, this is borrowed from Daniel chapter yeah. 7. Yeah. Uh, additionally, additionally, in Ezekiel chapter 34, and we don't have time for me to read that chapter right now because we're going to have to wrap up in a second, but in Ezekiel chapter 34, here is the, the sheep and the goats mm-hmm. where God, as he is rebuking Israel because the shepherds haven't been doing their job, it's actually impacted the sheep and the goats who have now become, some of the sheep and goats have become fat and stubborn and they're goring and, and pushing against their fellow sheep and goats. And he says, I'm going to come in and I'm going to judge. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna... Now there it's between sheep and sheep and between goat and goat. And it right. doesn't talk about right and left, but it's still that idea of, sh- uh, of the shepherd coming in mm-hmm. and saying, I'm going to separate you out. So both mm-hmm. of these passages provide the background just for that picture of judgment. Yeah. So the Lord can take that known imagery of judgment and now apply it here uh, about an ultimate return in judgment as well. Wow, it is time. <laughs> I know, I know. So much more I want to say about that, but we, we just need to wrap up. Well, we've got a couple more episodes this week, so a couple of these longer parables we can dive into a little deeper. Yeah. But we are so glad that you joined us for our text talk today. Um, wishing you all the best and God's blessings. Let us know uh, if you're gaining a lot out of the program. Send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeetyear.org. Love those emails. And let's have a prayer. Our great God and Father, Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for the time to be together and to study your word. Father, even as we come to this passage about judgment, we've seen in other places in your word that truly you will judge, and we need to live in light of that. On that day, Father, we want to be the good and the faithful servant, doing what we ought to be doing, prepared for your return, good stewards of your possessions, and mindful, Father, how we can love your people even as we love you and even the least of them. Father, we pray that we might learn again humility in this and to be a servant of others for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. 
Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.